It is 9th of March 1914. You've been fighting for the vote for years now, and for every step you take forward, you seem to be forced back two or three by the truncheons of the police. Today you're on your way to St Andrew's Hall in Glasgow, at the rear of the Mitchell Library. As you walk past the domed building, the new home of learning for the people of Glasgow, you start to notice the police cordon. They're everywhere. This is Scotland, a podcast about history and where we made it. I'm Michael Park. Every meeting of the Gid Cause, as they're known here, or the suffragettes, as they're known across the country, attracts the intense interest of the police. But today seems a little different. You're going to hear the general speak. Bedecked in a military-style uniform with epaulettes and everything, Flora Drummond is an inspiring speaker. In the room at the St Andrews Hall, she's greeted by rapturous applause by hundreds of women in purple, green and white rosettes and sashes. Members and sympathisers of the Women's Social and Political Union. But they're not the only ones. Many men sympathetic to the cause are in the room, while some sceptics have, of course, turned up to heckle the speakers. They always do. The General is not only an expert at putting down hecklers, she's a militant, and so are the 30 women who flank her on the stage, and many others in the room. Even you've had your moments. They've done things to upset the establishment, and put the fear of God into the men of Parliament. In Scotland alone, the stand-air racecourse has been burned to the ground, and you've tried similar at Kelso. There was a bomb planted at the Botanic Gardens in Glasgow, as well as countless smaller acts of vandalism. The police might tell you that this is why they're hanging around the hall in their numbers, and why there's 50 of them hiding in the basement. But it isn't. They've heard the rumours too. Everyone in the room has heard the rumours. Emmeline Pankhurst is in the building. The general and the WSPU bodyguard, everyone knows who the women flanking her are, don't look too dangerous among the bouquets of flowers that line the stage and rest on every table in the room. But then, Mrs Pankhurst is announced and rises from the crowd and begins to make her way to the stage to speak. Everything seems to slow down as she mounts the stairs. The doors at the back of the room burst on their hinges as what feels like every policeman in Glasgow begins to surge into the room. Pankhurst is a wanted woman, warranted under the Cat and Mouse Act, which allowed authorities to release hunger-striking suffragettes and then re-arrest them when they were healthy again. The leader of the WSPU wasn't the only person in the room with a warrant for her arrest. One of the bodyguards on the stage, you recognise her, you think? Janie something, pulls a pistol and aims it at the first policeman into the room. The shot cracks in the air. Time stops. The policeman begins to collapse back into the doorway, taking some of his colleagues with him. He believes he's been shot. His hands grab at his body looking for blood. There was no shot. 
The gun was loaded with blanks. And then it's all happening around you as the police start grabbing at any women they can get their hands on and the women on the podium leap into action. Almost as vignettes you see them produce clubs from the inside of their sensible tweed jacket and fly forward into the faces of the police. A few flank Mrs Pankhurst. The rest do something you've never seen before. They grab the policemen by the collars and send them flying. As the police raise their truncheons and force their arms down at the women, they use their own force against them and send them flying into the flowers. Men are flipping and flying left and right into bouquets and garlands of purple, green and white. The colours of the WSPU, with glinting metal hidden within. These garlands are laden with hidden barbed wire. You suppose that explains the wailing from the officers who have landed in the middle? The suffragette bodyguard have been learning jiu-jitsu for years in an attempt to counter the force of the police truncheons which have rained down upon them since they began to take direct action. The constabulary are battered and bruised. Many of them gained some permanent scars which they'll probably lie about later in life. But Emmeline Pankhurst is arrested. She's dragged from the meeting to the boos and jeers of the crowd. But the meeting continues. After all, it's a legal meeting and despite the police trying to shut it down, they've got their woman. But Emmeline Pankhurst has her moment of martyrdom. Whatever happens will hit the government. If I get away, they will again be laughed at and if I am taken, the people will be roused. The fools hurt themselves every time. After the meeting, a growing crowd of nearly 4,000 march on the police station where Pankhurst is being held, demanding her release and chanting the slogans of the WSPU. Deeds not words. Votes for women. 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 Deeds not words. The tide is turning. Change is coming. You've been listening to Scotland. It was written and produced by me, Michael Park, and is a production of Be Quiet Media. Additional voices in this episode were by Sheila Bain, Rosie Brotherwood, Megan Crabtree, Mila Daskalova, Michael Fern, Faye Jardin, Fiona April and Lyra McCubbin, Leanne Milne, Kim Morrison, Maria Aldani, and Lauren Tuckerman. The music for every episode of Scotland is by a human coil of barbed wire, Mitch Bain. You can check out more of his work at mitchbain.bequiet.media. Jamie Mowat does stunning illustrations for us, which you can check out in our episode art. See more and buy prints at tidlin.com. Scotland is supported by Chris Lingwood and listeners like you on Patreon. You can get loads more from us 
for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com forward slash Scotland History Podcast. You can find out more about the show and read transcripts on our website, scotlandpodcast.net, and we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find us by searching Scotland, a Scottish history podcast. Thanks for listening. Look after each other. Wear a mask. We'll see you next time.